This is Neon Cauldron with Elise Osborne. Welcome to Neon Cauldron. <laughs> I already fucked up. All right, whatever. <laughs> this is Neon Cauldron. And Corey from Tucson, Arizona, who's a yoga teacher. And um, hello, Corey. What up, girl? Hey. Hey. So, can you hear me okay? Say again. Oh. <laughs> I guess if you can hear me okay, but I guess the answer is no. Um, I can hear you okay, but not like excellent. I don't know. Um, well, I do want excellence, but this will suffice. Um, this is I fine. I think that this is probably uh, okay. <laughs> Great. Um, so. What is beer and yoga and why? Mm. This is a trend that's coming up everywhere. And the first time I saw it was going to one of your classes in Tucson, Arizona. And it seems like you had a partnership, not maybe you personally, but the studio had a partnership with the the microbrewery or what's going on with that? How did that happen? Good question. Um, When you saw me, I was teaching at Grounded Wellness and they do this little thing where if you take a class there, you can get a token for a dollar off your first beer at the Tucson Hop Shop right across the way. Um, So yeah, they did do like a partner up thing. And I find that that's like, obviously being like super popular now. Um, That was like the studio and just like a tap room combo. But I know that like breweries are doing it. You like pay for your yoga class and you get a free beer after. they're like classes where you can take yoga and drink beer at the same time, which seems a little weird, but um, yeah, it is a trend. And why I think uh, since like craft beer is super popular in our generation right now, and so is yoga, um, I think that it's just a way to like capitalize off of both of those. So I think it's like a trendy, like money making scheme for sure. But like as a person being a part of it, I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was really fun to like hang out with my students <laughs> and friends. After That's, that. I mean, and, like, yeah. drink beer. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think it could also be that the yoga babes are dating and or in common law marriages with <laughs> the guys making craft group beer. <laughs> Maybe that's just a little stereotyping, but it's a generalized statement. It's also very heteronormative, but um, I totally see that scenario playing at least two out of the thousands of beer and yoga yeah. connections out there, you know? That's just me um, being very speculative and making up a story about it. But so I think that when we think about craft beer and we think about a bunch of millennials slash hipsters doing yoga, um, I think that there's this like overarching like, you know, Fox News reporter found like millennials, you know, they're doing all these things they're doing, you know, but um The benefits of doing something like beer and yoga um, is probably to get in tune with your body and then just relax the body probably with like, you know, some beer. So do you find that 
as a part uh, like a partition sorry blah, blah. I know oh what you're trying to say God. practitioner I'm gonna start. yeah I'm a practitioner thank you um, a practitioner of speaking the English language and of doing yoga and drinking the beer after um it's just it just sounds like a random thing you know but do you feel um that it it couples with yoga in a way that feels appropriate and, and chill or does it feel like kind of like an yeah that's a really good question and I think that that can be like analyzed from a lot of different perspectives um I mean I don't really agree that it's like a way to capitalize on the yoga tradition and like it is kind of cultural appropriation-y um but I don't know I feel like there's one thing it's one thing to like I don't know I'm not really being very articulate but I try to I participate in the beer in the yoga but I also like keep a part of my practice that is sacred to me and intentional and like as long as I know what I'm talking about when I say namaste or like chant om or Ganesha whatever like if I know the intention behind that and like where it comes from and make a nod to that each time I practice, like I feel pretty authentic and like I'm being loyal to the tradition. Um, but at the same time, people who are not holding their practice sacred, like that's totally fine too. You know, they're like in their bodies, they're moving. And like, I think that even if they're doing yoga without the intention of like getting to know themselves better, like that's just an inevitable kind of side effect of the practice yeah. so I think they'll get more than they bargain for even if they're drinking beer with it or not practicing it intentionally or not um as long as they're doing it I think that's great but you know there's also something to be said for knowing what you're doing and why you're doing it I think that's really true and I agree with you that if you start a practice um wherever you're at and if you are dropping in and connecting with your body, um, yeah. you're opening a doorway. And I think most people don't want to hear, oh, you're going to have to change everything about your lifestyle mm -hmm. and your ways of thinking and your ways of loving and your ways of connecting with the people that you grew up with. Like, that's a little daunting. Yeah. But um, even though yoga is um, from a specific culture and practice, like, touching your human body you know and and, and yoga is really amazing because it's so made for the human body which is um, mm -hmm. a universal thing um, so having people get in tune with their body I think really can be a starting point for learning and growing and if that includes like a goodie at the end which is craft beer or whatever the fuck it is I don't I don't completely <laughs> see the permanent but also I'm going to go ahead and check my privilege there because I'm not, I'm not Indian, you Indian. know, I'm not someone who feels that my culture is being taken to the advantages of others or, you know, a trend right. for other people. So I'm not in the position where I can speak on if it's okay or not, but I just am saying as someone who's interested in healing, like you're saying, um, the more you check in, the more you know, the more you start growing, whether or not you expect it. Right. And that's just like the practice. I mean, growing the practice of yoga or whatever is like growing. And even though there is the like traditional aspect that should be honored and is honored, there are like 
hella hella people who still are super loyal to the traditional practice they like do the asana to prepare their bodies for seated meditation pranayama and they're still like super loyal to that and that's cool but like you know people are changing and like everything is changing and it's really hard to keep traditions super intact as time moves on because everything morphs with how people change and like this is just a way that like yoga is now changing and part of our culture so whether we think it's okay or cool or not like what are we gonna do like it's that's what's happening and well whatever let's fucking have a beer (laughs) that's really true (laughs) and I think yeah I think that it's okay to feel graceful in your own self and like be able to take it down a notch check in and then like relax yourself with a drink and speaking of like cultural (laughs) culture like seeing this as a trend that's coming up everywhere um I believe that you know millennials as a culture is just so nobody's stoked to call themselves a millennial first of all that's sort of a dirty word yeah, nobody's like, yeah, I'm a hipster. Mm-hmm. Like, no one <laughs> no one is is calling themselves yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so um, it's, it's a word mm-hmm. thrown at people. And um, whether anyone likes it or not, like, baby boomers have a culture. And they, um, you know, I think that they feel very defensive around it. Like, oh, I have to change this thing that I've always thought or loved or thought of or, you know, see things differently. And I think that part of millennial culture is, yeah, we have conversations about appropriation mm-hmm. every fucking day. We have conversations about um, if mm-hmm. we're being mindful every fucking day. We have tons of access to so many different cultures. We have the internet. We're like the first online mm-hmm. generation. So... Um, I think there's a lot of a little little snappy snips like, oh, you're just appropriating. Oh, you're just cherry picking. Oh, you guys are just a bunch of brats that don't know shit. And really, I mean, totally true, but so is every other generation. And <laughs> and I think that we like, as uh, we as millennials, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, we really care enough that we constantly are trying to check in with the rest of the fucking world of varied opinions and things are okay or not. And um, it seems that yoga is a space where we can get in touch with ourselves and um, a lot of being online all the time and worrying if we're hurting people or worrying if we're affecting the environment or society constantly can be very disenfranchising of the self. Um, and what, the, the beer yoga thing um, seems like it's all about like just kind of calming the fuck down and like coming back to yourself um which is our cultural response to how we're gonna do right, all the things which i kind of like don't judge us all too harshly for because like we live in a different world than baby boomers did and that like hindu people who were practicing yoga did back when it first was a thing you know so like we have to make adjustments and compromises for like how to adapt to the environment and the situation and the society that we're in now um so like I said like it's hard to be like stay true to like OG tradition of things and like 
I don't know, going back to what you were saying about millennials and like our generation, like, I think, yeah, millennial has a really bad connotation for sure. But like, we're also the ones who are going to fucking change the world. And like, we're super outspoken. And like, you know, I think our having access to the internet is a blessing and a curse. You know, we are able to educate ourselves. Like, if we can't afford education, like we can figure out on our own if we really want to. And I think that's really empowering um, and super, like, necessary moving forward. Um, People educating themselves. And yeah, I just think that, like, we are super special and we're going to change shit. And, you know, there are people who are super mindful about, like, if what they're saying is, you know, sensitive to every culture, like, I don't know. I kind of wish more people were like that. Like, I feel like there are some people like that, but I know a lot of people who don't give a fuck. And like, (laughs) I wish they were more sensitive and like conscious and, you know, (coughs) Sorry. I don't know. I, it's hard to say as a person of privilege, you know, for sure. I think there are boundaries that are crossed and cultural appropriation is like super rampant um, or prominent, like in, it, it has been. I mean, it has been for a while. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the baby boomers yeah. were doing a lot of yeah. rip-off India shit, for sure. And I don't think they ever really thought about if it was chill or not. Right. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I can't... Part of me wants to yeah, say, I, like, it's... It's okay. Like, as long as you know what you're doing, where it's coming from, why you're doing it, you give a nod to that thing... And you're not just, like, owning it. But, yeah. like, I don't know. I, and forgive me if I'm coming from, like, a place of, like, ultra-whiteness right now. But I think there's something to be said for, like, sharing culture also. And, like, that can be also as enriching. But, I, you know, as a – I'm Jewish, but I don't feel like I'm a marginalized person. Um, and I'm a woman, female-identifying yeah. person. But I don't – Like, I've come, you know, I'm white, and so I feel like I can't really say from a place of privilege, like, if that's actually okay or not. It just, I think every, the answer to every question in the world is it depends, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And I think that also we decide where we're going to live on the line of a generation where you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. and everything is fucking dissected criticized and, and condemned everything so when you're in that position of extreme judgment constantly you either have to scroll around looking for acceptance from everyone um or you have to uh cowgirl up and be like i'm in charge of my life i'm going to make my body okay and I'm going to, like, take care of my heart and the people around me and do everything I can to make the world better. Um, so I think that dropping in with yourself in a way that is... Um, a way to check in. Basic, Where am I? Yeah, a way to check in. That, yeah, and, it, and it's done in a way, you know, it's not all, like, reinventing the wheel. Um, you know, yoga is very party and whole and 
has a lot of mechanics behind it on how the body works. I mean, it's health. really a science. Like it's connects to some people mind. are like, it's a religion, but like really it's a science and like there are spiritual aspects to it. But like even that is scientific. I mean, yeah, I just, there's, yeah. Well, it is holy. And you know, the thing I think about, um, holiness is I saw this framed in somebody's museum little house museum thing it was like this weird folk art museum it was this print and it said um the sun is not lessened by shining on the dung by shining on the what and Uh dung heap pile of shit so it's like if something is holy and if something really has its own essence and its own magic if it's being evoked irreverently or not, um, it's still going to be able to shine and it's still going to yeah. be able to show up as like, yes. and I believe that every human being deserves to connect with themselves. And I believe finding that type of enlightenment um, isn't a birthright that you um, are given as a lottery. I think it's a journey that you can mm-hmm. constantly keep expanding it may um, take you from the original point you started and open your mind in a way where you're like, whoa, I was fucking wrong about that, but I'm glad I thought that because that brought me here. Um, So I think that as far as like cultural appropriation, I'm not the authority to say if it's okay or not, (laughs) but it, it is, it not, it is okay. It is happening. Um, People are, showing up for like mm-hmm. yoga beer classes in, in a population that's resented by everyone <laughs> um for their privilege and um appropriation and i think that we gotta like at least check in with ourselves if we're going to be healthy enough to really stand up and like check our privilege or um do anything effectively for the whole absolutely yeah i agree that no, I mean, that was, no, it was, like, I'm it sorry. was fucking, that was, like, hella poetic and, like, beautiful. Um. On one. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It, it makes me really uncomfortable um, a bit when I think about something like yoga and beer, but it's also fine. You know, I think that, yeah, again, there's just, like, this looming thing. Um when you were studying to be a yoga teacher, um, your masters or like your teachers, um, did they have any, did they ever talk about the, the appropriative aspect of yoga in Western culture? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's like a huge part of our curriculum. Like I took two 200 hour teacher trainings. I'm in a 300 hour and like, like all three of those trainings that was, pretty widely discussed and um yeah I mean like I said before I think that it's happening and like there's nothing we can do to stop it we can't like forbid access to beer yoga um so just kind of have to like make peace with what is and like make people aware and educate them not to be just like complacent that it's happening but maybe to like educate people or like hope that people care enough about themselves and like other cultures and what they're doing to educate themselves and know like where it came from like what they're doing and 
whether or not they're using it responsibly, appropriately, safely, respectfully, all those things. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of just like, you're talking like broad, broadly, like everyone. And I just can speak from my own experience that I like just walk kind of the middle path that I don't think there's like a right or wrong or a good or bad to this specific thing that like, yeah, it's just, I hope that people can respect what they're doing, but also I'm drinking beer right now. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you know. Yeah, I think that it's, it's okay to be an individual that's alive in society that's trying to make your life and the people around you happy and feel okay. You know, that's great. And I honestly think in conversations about um, appropriation, um, I don't think that anyone, I think that one side of it, well, actually, never mind. Both sides want to be heard, you know, and they they don't want to be blanketed by a generalization, which I'm doing now. Um, (laughs) So... What I'm saying is basically, like, if we are going to be able to grow as a society and become more hashtag woke about the shit that we're doing, how we affect other people, how our personal actions contribute to systematic oppression or not, like, we have to come from a space where we're aligned within ourselves and we're growing and learning and strengthening. And then also we have to have conversations where we're able to not feel attacked or not feel that we have to defend ferociously. Totally. Like, just to kind of riff off of that, I think that being quote-unquote woke is, like, just kind of happening naturally with this, like, whole wave of social media and access to the internet and information and being able to educate ourselves. And, like, I think it's really great. And, like, just to keep that um, kind of rhythm going or that, like, perpetuating, I think that... um, yeah, people should just be really educating themselves. And it's also amazing to me to see how much more people are accepting of like emotions and like vulnerability and like connecting with others. And I think that yoga can for sure help with that. Like the more we can get to know ourselves, the more we're willing to like know other people. And like when we connect with other people and we love them, then like, you know, we can love other people and we like love ourselves and love other people. And like, then we want to help them and change the world and like do all these things. So it kind of radiates out, I think. Um. <laughs> yeah. and, and you're right. I mean, I think I love hate is to be the all key. like, love is the answer. Peace, man. But it is. Really, I mean, it's a cliche. I think sometimes things are cliches for a reason. Like, love really matters. Is. It really, really matters. And, and not even just like, I think that love. even, not, like, fuck all, like, I'm not even talking about that. Like, love your friends that's, and, that's like, okay. love, but... like, people in your neighborhood. Like, say hi to them and, like, help people that you see and, like, say hi to your fellow human beings. Like, that kind of love, like, with everyone. Which, which I believe that type of love becomes more pure and and then like the granddaddy love of like romance and all that like that is like a different extension but every kind of love that you have <clears throat> it, it's um the quality of like what you're able to take in and put out also has to do with how much absolutely because if you 
are feeling um, desperate and alienated and this and that. Like if you are out of alignment with yourself, you're going to bring that in and you're not going to be able to show up or, or receive and I, and like, that shit. So things like yoga are really good are for people. They, make, they help, help us think. It helps us to like turn inward. And I think that like, um, sorry if I cut you off. I'm just like getting excited about the subject. Um, I'm excited. I think that again, like going back to our generation and like our access to social media and the internet, like um, awareness around mental health is way more prevalent and like accepted. And like people are talking about their mental health issues a lot more and like seeking out therapy and like trying to get to know themselves. And that's also a way of like turning inward. And I think that yoga is kind of like a form of therapy and like it's helping people to know themselves, love themselves, despite the messages we receive from media and culture and like capitalism telling us that we need to like buy more things to look a certain way to love ourselves more and like you know what I mean so I think it's just yoga is just another method of like turning inward as like therapy is just a method of like turning inward and looking at ourselves and like people do that through all sorts of different activities like skateboarding and like tai chi and like fucking running you know it's like there's no right or wrong way as long as you are doing something that moves your body and is like physically working through the trauma and the stimulation that we're constantly experiencing um and like asking ourselves questions constantly and just being able to like hold ourselves accountable and like be present I don't know that's a lot of just rambling I'm sorry but I don't know you're not rambling I'm I'm with you and I think you're right and Another thing about, um, you know, talking about cultural appropriation is also, what is our culture? What is white people culture? What is Thieves. American culture? Thieving. You know, of the hour. It's, yeah, it's, 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 a cor- it's corporate. It's um, consumerism. And consumerism is based on breaking down the individual. So the individual feels it needs A, B, or C from wherever, mm-hmm. you know, and fucking Taurus I love buying <laughs> things don't get me wrong I love things but also I feel there's a lot of my own body that I feel I've been disenfranchised from because as I grow and I'm not like a little kid or I'm not like drunk all the time at 20 whatever um I feel like oh yeah like you have to not be too weird in public like you have to go into this like mm. holding cell that is your yeah. showing up for the world mm-hmm. so you can get money place which is just me breaking it down on a different level it's not 100% how I feel about my life of course but when it comes to relating to my body um it's not really appropriate for the most part to just be like oh I'm just gonna wiggle right now or I'm just gonna like stretch but out my legs it? and like do th- this or that exactly it, it, this is our culture that we're supposed to be very rigid in our bodies. Well, that's and that's because our bodies um, are there's, there's a very Like, our bodies are more than sex exactly. and they're more than nakedness. And, like, yeah, they're just so much more than that. And, sorry, go ahead. No, you're, you're very right. And I think that you're onto something. Like, the, the body is being sexualized and also uh, behaviors that are healthy for you or seem, seem crazy 
if you're going to do them like in the streets or wherever. Um, so you're kind of being constantly socially corrected into being subservient, you know, in this way that's not really mm. healthy for you. Um, so in that way, thank God, you know, for, for yoga and, you know, another place in time where this was a way of living and practicing and breathing and, mm. and accepting others around you. Um, and I think that if we didn't have some of that, we'd be so much more fucked up. We'd be so much more fucked up if we didn't have some of this, um, you know, other culture and other world um, uh, lifestyle yeah. influences. Real. Well, I'm glad we like, yeah, seriously. I mean, and that's why we should totally honor and respect other cultures because we've been influenced by them so much in so many positive ways that like if we were still stuck in, and a lot of us unfortunately are that kind of like European white mindset, like it's just basically, in my opinion, the worst. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is bad. I mean, I think that also, in in the time I've known you or observed your social media presence or whatever, like, I think you're someone who really does um, put their money where their mouth is. Like, you, I'm not going to, like, drop any kind of um, specific credits for something. If you want to praise me, you can. But okay. you have. <laughs> oh, you're a Leo. Okay. Well, I mean, like, you, you were, you're an activist. You're actively this thing I just made that up I just was kind of rolling with it this thing doesn't it was a nonsense <laughs> it was a throwaway joke let's delete it moving on um you you show up for things instead of just like making a post like I would I'll get all bunched up and like upset and then I'll like talk about it and I'll try to do what I can but I mean like you like flew out to Standing Rock and actually was there and were like, I'm going to show up right now. I'm going to help. I'm going to, I'm going to be here because this is what it looks like when someone who actually gives a fuck about what's happening in their country and with like other cultures that aren't their own. And it's not like this was all so that you can get a license to wear a headdress for a photo shoot or anything, you know, it's like you care about the world around you and um it's not just empty words when you're when you're saying what where you're coming from you know i mean i think that uh there's definitely something to be said for the people who literally just share that shit online like that is helpful and that is effective and honestly like i know that being very I'm constantly like very financially insecure and like broke AF in other words. Um, it's difficult to like, you can't take off work to go to a protest, you know, like I risked my job to go to standing rock. I like told my boss I was going and there was no ifs, ands or buts about it. And like, she was really pissed and I drove out there anyway. And I came back and I still had a job surprisingly but like not everyone has that luxury or that ability like my I went with my mom it was her fucking idea so I don't like want to be like yeah I, this was my thing like my mom was like I'm going I am a, my mom's like this new age goddessy like I'm a water protector I, god bless her so I love her so much but um she's very like white and 
She has the best intentions ever, but she's a water goddess and protector. And she had to go out to North Dakota and she had to fight with the, um, for the, you know, against the pipeline. So she was basically like, I'm going. And I was like, well, you can't go alone. So I went with her to like support her. You didn't need to know all of that. I'm just saying that like, that's a totally, there's a totally oh, like, valid, you know? valid stance of like not taking action because you know, there are serious valid reasons why not. Um, and then like, you know, taking the actions is just, I don't really, my mom raised me like from a very young age, like every holiday season we would go like hand out food boxes and like just charity was a part of my growing up. My dad would make me volunteer at soup kitchens with him all the time. Um, so it's just like trying to carry that on and like I don't really think it's I try not to be so black and white and like right and wrong about things but I don't really think it is sustainable or good for humans to have this like constant lack perspective and like this mindset that like we need to hoard all the things and like territorialize all the things and like you know like piss on everything and like everything's ours and not theirs like I really believe that that is what is like leading us to destruction and annihilation actually um <laughs> but yeah I think that like we all need to just like share more and like if we have free time like I don't spend all my free time helping other people, but like in some ways I try to allocate some of my free time to that because people need compassion and they need other people to like help them because our system is failing us and our government is failing us. And it's, I think it's up to our communities and each other to support each other. And that's just like our duty and our responsibility as a citizen of this world, whether we chose to be here or not. Yeah, you're so right. And I feel that um, and just in showing up for other people in my lifetime um, on a personal or professional level, where you feel people start to veer wrong or like do harm to self or others um, is, is, is quite past the marker of feeling disconnected from their selves and mm -hmm. from those around them, mm -hmm. lack of trust, um, which so much what you're talking about and i think that is the the quintessential seed of um malintent when you believe that the world is dirty and bad and trying to hurt you and no one loves you no one cares about you you can't connect to anyone because you also believe that you are inherently bad right. and not worthy of connection and everyone's right, shitty right. anyway so why bother you know that kind of sh that kind of mentality spirals out real hard and makes them really um the decisions are guided from that point so i feel like so um before we hop off is there any advice that you would give to someone who wants to do a small check-in with their body and maybe doesn't have yes, access do. to yoga and or <laughs> Easy, easy, easy. And I encourage everyone to do this every day. I mean, like, oh, God, I don't even know where to start. There's so many things. Literally, just like, maybe first thing in the morning, or like in the middle of your day, 
sometimes I'll go to the bathroom like when I'm at work and I'll just like take 10 really deep slow breaths in the bathroom and like center myself and like feel the sensations in my body and do like a quick body scan and just like be with my breath and like quiet my mind for like one minute a day like it's not even you don't even make it into a whole thing um but yeah I mean even that or like just or like one. sit down with your eyes closed for three I mean I that's how I started I just sit down for three minutes a day and close my eyes three minutes is so easy to fit in um just even just um, for someone unfamiliar with the term body scan do you want to oh, yeah, explain sorry. what that good means good good point um so it's just closing your eyes or eyes softly open but scanning from the crown of your head you know around your skull eyes throat chest shoulders arms torso hips legs lower legs ankles feet like just feeling what it is to embody that part of yourself and what sensations come up and that really like grounds and anchors us and even just like being one full yeah. deep breath like the breath is always accessible it's free it's grounding so just breathing honestly and then scanning is also um a fairly passive exercise in that it's not about the posture you have or like contorting yeah. yourself or judging whatever's happening Standing, just sitting laying down making sure that you're feeling the body um <laughs> Pleasure to talk to you, Corey. Thank you so much for sharing and, um, you know, really entering the the hot seat of like cultural appropriation talking and like being an accountable white woman in America (laughs) as a millennial. Like, there's still it's still you know a thunderstorm upon you, but I you're thank you. you Thanks for having me. I think your podcast is awesome, and you're awesome, and I'm happy to talk to you anytime. Thank you. Um, well, that's enough of that. Um, <laughs> well, you've been listening to Neon Cauldron with Elise Osborne and Corey from Arizona. Bye. Until next time.